Schmann sur la vitesse et le Grand Prix de Belgique de Formule 1 2012 avec AMG. That's the sound of the first corner at Spa. The sound of GP2 cars failing to avoid each other on most occasions. Hello again. Welcome to the next bit of Gareth Jones on Speed from the Belgian Grand Prix in Spa. It's race day. We've just driven here in a convoy of AMG cars from our hotel near Maastricht in Limburg. And just to ring the changes, I came in an E63 AMG bi-turbo. The estate version, you know I like an estate car. And as ever, I was in a convoy with the Black Series C63 Coupe and some SLS Roadsters and Coupes. And I managed to keep up, which says a lot about the car I'm in, although I didn't actually remember that it had an AMG button until we got to the very slow bit of traffic as we entered the circuit, so there's still time to try that out on the journey home later today. But first, there's a small matter of a race to contend with. One of the things that I've learned here on the programme that you guys really love to hear are the recordings of cars when we're at the circuit. I know you enjoy the sound of the cars at Le Mans, so I thought I'd go to particular trouble to record the sound of GP2 and F1 cars at Spa. So once again, I make no apology for devoting large sections of this programme to the sound of cars. I thought we'd have a little more sound from GP2 at Spa. You can hear them reverberating through the Ardennes forest. Pretty much the entire grid going by in one block of traffic. It's a great sound here. Some racetracks have their own atmosphere simply from the topography of the land around it. You know, you can hear the sound of it reverbing. Here's another sound for you. This is the tunnel underneath the circuit. And if I take my time walking through it here, it's very quiet. I'm the only one in the tunnel. We should get a car going overhead here we go couple of feet above my head the GP2 cars
being in the paddock club suite, the sort of hospitality area that we're based in for the race, several F1 drivers have come through and have done presentations. Nico was here yesterday. And Heike Kovlainen, my old mate, just turned up here. And I reminded him that I sang Marme, the Finnish national anthem for him. He said, yes, I remember that. I was surprised. Although why he had an Italian accent, I don't know. But I asked him, is it possible that you'll be joining Alonso at Ferrari next year? He said, no, no chance, mate. Which was a surprise, because I reckon, because Heike'd been tweeting nice things about Alonso quite a lot recently that he was chasing that seat but it doesn't look like it's going to happen I I actually thought he was a good fit alongside Alonso he's a solid driver Hakey he's not going to threaten Alonso and that's what Ferrari always want from their number two driver and he has a history with Alonso he was with him at Renault a few years ago but it doesn't look like he's going to rejoin him hey you can't be right on everything I'm not right about most things. I was talking about drivers coming into the paddock club to do presentations, and guess who's arrived to do a bit just now? When I tell you that there is a huge scrum, and I'm struggling to get near a speaker so I can hear him, you realise who it is. It's a man celebrating his 300th Grand Prix just to wind up Rubens Barrichello. It's Michael Schumacher. And he gets a laugh. Uh, Yeah, I I wish I would say a secret, yeah. (laughs) I mean, obviously, uh, we we try to aim forward. Uh, We have seen yesterday that uh, it was difficult for us. Although I had a very good lap, uh, I I really took the maximum out of the car and it only moved us uh, to 13s. So it's not very promising, but uh, Spa is always open for special events and special happenings. So we will take it as it comes, and uh, I'm certainly ready for it. Great. After 300 Grand Prix, would you say you continue to learn and to to learn how to... to Absolutely, yes. No matter how old and experienced uh, you get, you never uh, stop learning, and you always got to be open to learn and have to look for it and search for it. Excellent. Thanks very much for being with us, Michael. Thanks for your time. Short and sweet. Enjoy. But he's a busy man. And very popular in this room. Mainly because it's full of Mercedes people. And there he goes. As quick in and out of a room as he is on a circuit. And because I'm here with AMG today, I've got to support him. Which I have to say in my many years as a motorsport fan is the first and probably only time that will happen Gareth Jones on speed at the 2012 Belgian Grand Prix with AMG so following Michael Schumacher he's another minor celebrity Kashimi's only a minor celebrity he calls himself Dave Vitti but we call him Comedy Dave for Radio 1 Dave how come you ended up on this AMG trip have you any idea I honestly don't know I'm still asking myself now it's been an absolute dream weekend for me I only found out late doors I can only imagine that somebody pulled out and there was a spare place (laughs) and they said what are you doing this weekend do you fancy coming to Belgium and I'm like yes please I had no plans nothing in the diary and then they say oh and you'll also be 
be driving a selection of AMGs across to Belgium. And I just thought, all my dreams have come at once. Honestly, I keep pinching myself. We all met up on Friday night in a hotel in Ashford in Kent, and we knew what the plan was for the next day, and we were going to walk out and see this whole selection of AMGs in the car park. And I kid you not, I woke up on Saturday morning, and I thought, did I dream that? Or yeah, did yeah, it, re- yeah, did yeah, it really yeah. happen? Never has it been so easy to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and I should know, absolutely. <laughs> it's, uh, it's something I've done a lot, but I must say, don't get me wrong, I have a great job as well, and I thoroughly enjoy what I do, but waking up at silly o'clock in the morning, but knowing that you're going to walk out in the dark to a car park full of supercars makes it all a little bit better. Are you an F1 fan? Are you a car head? I'm definitely a big petrol head. I must admit, I don't follow F1 religiously. I dip in and out of it, as I do with a lot of motorsport, actually, to be honest with you. But I've always loved cars since I was a little kid. Uh-huh. I wasn't interested in passing my GCSEs or my A-levels <laughs> or anything like that. That was sort of something that I thought I had to do, because otherwise my dad would tell me off. But the only thing that I really wanted to achieve in life from the age of three, four, five was to actually get to 17 and pass my driving And test. did you pass first time? I passed first time. Good man, well passed done. Thank you very Listen, much. You and me are in the same business because I write parodies yep. for Gareth Jones on Speed, songs about cars, comedy songs. Yep. You're the parody king and I have to thank you for the Alicia Keys parody North Wales as opposed to New York. That was, for me personally, that's like my own anthem. Well, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. The reason it came about was that Radio 1 was doing a big weekend in Bangor in North Wales, as you know, yep. and Alicia Keys was one of the big names on the bill and I was thinking I want to try and parody something in the build-up to the big weekend and I was going through the roster of who was on I thought what could we do looking at all the different song titles and I thought do you know what I could probably do North Wales around New York and just had a little go at it and it just came really really nicely but I have to say for me I mean I wrote it and then I if you like sort of handed it over and then it was recorded and mixed and produced and everything by friends of ours at a company called Music 4 who just did an amazing job on it and then it then comes back to me and then for me it's a bit like I have no idea what it's going to sound like you know I've literally handed over a piece of paper with some lyrics on and it comes back and I just thought they did an incredible job on it I get far more pleasure out of that than I do anything else that I do that's my biggest thrill is actually writing something and then finding it come back all beautifully made what's the secret to a good parody then? It's all in the words, isn't it, really? Mm. I think you need to get the chorus first. That's the way I normally do it. I try and work on the chorus. And then what normally happens is you have a silly idea for a chorus and then you basically spend two verses beforehand just desperately trying to justify getting there. Yes, you know, I've and, been and, there. And writing all these sort of things. And it's all set up. And it's all set up to essentially one cheap gag that's coming and you can see a mile off. But that's the way it normally works. I follow the same rule. Find a lyric of something that you just have to mention. You know, yeah. If I was writing a song about Michael Schumacher... Yeah. It'd have to be something about him wearing cowboy boots. Exactly. And then find something that rhymes with cowboy boots exactly. and force it into the structure yeah. of the song. I always do it with a rhyming dictionary as well, because you're there thinking, whatever. Yeah. Boots, toots, <laughs> hoots, what else is it? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it right, that's what I know. And then, if you can't find anything to rhyme, you have to go for the nearly rhymes, don't you? Close so enough you, for you rock know, and roll. You're kind of thinking, well, do you know what? If I sing coats a bit funny, it might sound a bit like boots. <laughs> Has this event inspired you to come up with any comedy parodies, anything in progress? Do you know what? There isn't actually at the moment. I haven't been really looking at this weekend from a musical perspective. I've just been pinching myself all weekend and just looking at cars. Because F1 is proper funny. It is is proper funny. No, you're right, actually. There's got to be some musical slant that we could do on this. So uh, I will get my thinking caps on. What I'll do is I'll get a list of all the drivers and then see what rhymes I can come out with. Good luck finding a rhyme for Hakey Coverliner. Yeah, that's a tough one. That, That ain't in the 
the rhyming dictionary either. You can't even get a nearly rhyme for that one. Dave, lovely to share a car with you and lovely to share uh, watching a race with you. And thank you for your music, man. My pleasure. Thank you very much. What a weekend. Shell, Belgian Grand Prix, Upper Circuit, Vanspa Francorchamps. Love the sound of the Flemish variation of the Dutch language when they're commentating on motorsport. It just makes it sound more dramatic. Okay, it is now quarter to two local time. The race starts in 15 minutes here. I'm in the paddock club. There's a viewing area, three floors up above the garages so I'm going to be literally in pole position for the start of the race which I will attempt to record without overloading this recorder my prediction for the race at this point well let's look at the top five Button Kobayashi Raikkonen Perez Alonso I wouldn't mind guessing that Kobayashi could take out, I don't know, Raikkonen or Button at the first corner. Either that or if they give way to stay in the race, it could be Kobayashi leading into the first corner. Don't discount Lewis at seventh place. And don't count out any of the top ten. This is Spa. Anything could happen. And I'm going to witness it live and record it for you. I thought I should tell you that I was just given a paddock pass so went down into the paddock and had a chat with Jake Humphrey and Eddie Jordan I gave Eddie Jordan a Gareth Jones on speed card and told him to search his name so he can find the song that I recorded about the history of Jordan come on Eddie I can't remember which episode it was in but I'm hoping Eddie will find it he seemed very pleased about the idea that it was in the style of Dexys Midnight Runners especially when he told me that his mother's name was Eileen. Really, really. Also met up with uh, another old pal of mine, Lee McKenzie, the BBC pit lane reporter. Lee and I worked together on A1 Grand Prix, and she tells me that there is a plan to get A1 GP going again. Robert Dornboss, the Dutch XF1 driver, is acquiring the rights or raising the money or trying to put it back it would be great if a1 gp did come back i think it's a difficult environment to do that at the moment with so many series just below f1 world series by renault gp2 f2 there are lots of series all fighting for the same sponsorship Uh, but as you know i genuinely believe in a1 gp and i would be thrilled if it came back particularly if they offered me a job as a pit lane reporter again on a personal note anyway enough about a1 gp the safety car which is the same as the car I drove here in a Mercedes-Benz SLS AMG has just left the grid and I think they've just given the two minute warning and they're starting to clear the guys from the grid the position I'm in is literally alongside the traffic lights I say traffic lights I should perhaps say starting lights so when those lights go red I will see all the cars go by and you guys will hear them in full glorious high resolution 180 degree stereo prepare your ears there you go that's the warning there's the cars warming up they'll unleash the cars and we'll hear them screen by on the formation lap that's the one minute 
Right, I'm just going to turn the record level down so we don't overload this. I have never set the record level for this machine so low. It's down to 8. I usually record at about 45%. Let's see how this sounds. overload and those cars weren't flat out you can hear them over the other side I think I may have to turn it down even further in the words of the Frankie Goes to Hollywood song the next sound you hear and this is where it changes will be the start arrives on pole, his car sounding like an angry pterodactyl. Kobayashi's brakes are smoking, he's sitting there practically on fire, he's not used to being at the front of the grid, he'll have a longer hold than normally, I hope his car stays cool enough not to catch fire before the lights go red and turn out, can't see the back of the grid, I can't see if the formation is complete yet. Two lights, three lights, four lights, five lights. Possibly the most hysterical, exciting sound. And I think I was right. There's been a crash at the first corner. It's Lewis and Alonso. It wasn't Kobayashi, which is what I thought would happen. Oh dear! They're waving a yellow flag, so as the cars come past next time, it won't be at racing speeds. Lewis is already out of the car, I can see on the TV screen, looking very solemn. He's gone over to talk to Kimmy. Is that, is that Kimmy? Oh no, Kimmy too! Oh dear, that's not going well. Alonso's still in the car. Okay, Alonso's getting out of the car, he's okay. Phew and a polite applause from everybody here the sound of helicopters overhead as the view screen I'm in front of switches to a shot oh it's not Kimmy oh phew so Kimmy's still running second is he now behind Button as far as I can see safety cars out they'll come past in a moment not at racing speeds which will give me an opportunity to work out who's where if you really want to follow an F1 race, you get a much better chance of understanding what's happening if you're watching at home on the screen with the commentary and the data. But if you want excitement, you've got to be here at the race. Here they come. You can hear them.
slightly anxious wine. Oh, it's one of the Williams in the pit with a slightly anxious wine of the full grid of cars. Less three, of course, held behind the safety car. I love this sport. I love the way it looks and I adore the way it sounds. I know that some of the guys I'm with decided not to watch the start finish straight for the start but went down to the first corner so they would have been in the best possible position unless of course you were in Lewis's car to see the carnage of the first corner so often happens at Spa there's always a big tumble so I've decided to move from my position down to the end where you get a huge view, more than 180 degrees from on your far left side to the far right side. So when the cars restart, I can see them avoid crashing a second time on the same corner. Ah, here's Johnny. Let's see if he saw that. Did you see that? Yeah, totally what? saw that. How did it make you feel? Oh, horrendous. The hairs on the back of my neck were like nails. Unbelievable. It's terrifying, isn't it? There's it a terrifying. whole amount of energy there. You didn't get caught in any shards of carbon fibre in the hand, though. I'm just going to pop down there and get a cheeky key ring. <laughs> no, no, no. So basically, the Lotus did a bit of like body surfing. If this was a gig, the Lotus. Was that Grosjean? It was Grosjean, wasn't it? But I don't know who caused the accident, but Lewis looked like he hit the back of someone, but someone hit him. Yeah, Lewis yeah. Hamilton, R&B head. No crowd surfing in the world of R&B. In oh, sorry. It's, 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 not it's all the guys that like, you know, moshy, moshy fans. Totally, uh, well, here we yeah. go, look. There we go. So the, so the Ferrari had a cartwheeling Lotus go over the top of it, almost like someone did a stage dive with no one there. It was incredible. I said there'd be a crash at the first corner, but I was wrong about who it was going to be. No, but you said there was going to be a crash on the first corner. Yeah. It was exactly there. Yeah. Here they come again. You could have predicted just how brilliant the crash it was. Yeah. <laughs> if brilliant's the right word. Here we go, look. It's like the hills are alive with the sound of yeah, music. The hills are alive. Because they go deep into the forest. And it does sound like lots of high-pitched women, or maybe like the Bee Gees on 78. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but loads of the Bee Gees, more than four. How many Bee Gees were there? Were there as many as there, there were, on the grid? Well, there were four, and then one died, and then there was three, and then now there's two. There you go, Neil. There's a remix for you. Take samples of the engine sounds and oh, uh, do a overlay on the Bee Gees or recreate the Bee Gees that would be amazing downshift upshift. staying alive it's difficult in F1 isn't it yeah actually what I'd do is use as a bass line the sound of the SLS AMG going vroom. Oh, yeah. that could be the bass line cause SLS on bass yeah. yeah I like all this I like it it's creative we're creating something it's almost here. as creative as some of the trousers and glasses here <laughs> There's some serious creativity. <laughs> it's a European thing. Oh. Pastel shades. 
lemon. No, no, if the European currency disbands as we know it, I still want there to be some peach trousers <laughs> at some point visible at these sorts of events. One of the best arguments to stay in the euro, quite frankly, <laughs> the exposure to pastel. But, yeah. but it works both ways. How do we look to continental Europeans? Do we look like we've turned up in black and white? I think we must be drab, yeah. 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 We look like we're starring in Schindler's List or something. We look like we got dressed with the lights on. Yeah. Yeah, quite frankly. We now return you to the race action. That's supposed to the race again at racing speed. The safety car's pulled in. We got a green flag. Listen to this. don't usually swear on Gareth Jones on speed, but no, that was to the sound. It's on a sticky. That was good. Bloody hell. Okay, here's a bit of 3D audio. Okay, 2D audio for you. The car's going round the first corner. Go and change your trousers. <laughs> that was incredible. One of the caterers has just pulled up. And one of the HRTs. Oh! They hit! The caterer was released into the back of the HRT. Unsafe release, they call that. They'll get a penalty. Will they? Yeah. A time penalty, yeah. Yeah. Well, if the car will run. They've clipped the whole front. Well, the front wing is trashed on the corner. I'm going to run down there and get the sound. There we go. <laughs> what can you do? Put a nose cone on it. Whole new nose to change the wing. Oh, yeah, it's, quite it's quicker. 20, Twelve seconds or something. That's they do it in. Bad luck, isn't it? You know what they say? You can't help bad luck. Oh no! Actually, you can. If you look before you release your driver, you can. <laughs> As Jensen goes round again with a lead of look, no one else is in second place. That's it. They've all gone home. We've given up. Here's the second car, and it's Michael flipping Schumacher. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
I've come down with Johnny to the end of the first corner, right next to the track by the pit exit. A minute ago, here comes a bit of a wobble from Petrov there. A minute ago, Nico came by in. You can hear the limiter. was two HRTs followed by a Marusha Marusha sorry it's mum from Russia so it's Ma Russia Ma Russia that's right that was Heike Kovlinen who's running again after his incident with the HRT in the pit lane oh yeah yeah God, he must be hey do you get used to it I wonder oh that's alright that's why you should have deformable bumpers <laughs> a Renault Clio plastic front wings or something. <laughs> that was Jensen. It is Kimmy. Cars are going to be flying in formation, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 they're right on top of each other. They're all a bit squirrely coming out of that corner, aren't they? And by that, I don't mean they're red hair. tops on their ears. The weather's been worryingly stable, hasn't it? Really? Yeah, it doesn't look like the slightest chance of anything other than brilliant bloody sunshine yeah. today. Are we sure we're in Spa? I think so. I thought I was at the Spa. <laughs> I was going to buy ten fags and a Yorkie. And a massage. <laughs> yeah, like a health spa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Curbs, the curb edges are getting squirrely. Yeah, yeah, that's where they're losing it. Yeah. And there goes Heike Kovalainen again. Using the art of bluff, Johnny and I lagged our way into the uh, iSport garage. iSport, the... Uh, GP2 team who I have connections with. So we've now gone through their garage and we're on the hill that leads down to a rouge. Now there is a line that we can't cross, but if you want to hear the sound of an F1 car through a rouge. it and they don't lift Johnny I can't believe they don't lift it it's, it's just like a roller coaster isn't it yeah, and it, yeah. No, it certainly must be a 200 the most heroic corner in Formula 1 and who wouldn't want to drive that well, I wouldn't in a Reliant three-wheeler, for instance. No. I want a Ford Scorpio safety car to be deployed. 
I think, and I think Lewis should drive it begrudgingly. He'll, that would teach him. Yeah, he'll throw his helmet down and jump in the score. This is Formula One as viewed by Johnny Smith and Gareth Jones. It's not like other coverage, is it? unsafety car where you'd just be really leery and start smashing people going right you hit me off last year I'm going to do you in the Scorpio <laughs> the anti-safety car yeah, the unsafe car do you reckon we could get right down to the bottom we can hear them as they bottom out yeah we're going to walk down the hill let's try it right we've come down to as close as we can get to the bottom of Rouge. we can't get any further there's uh some security here let's just see how far we can go and there's a red light at the old pit lane exit so we can't go any further than that here we go that was Heike Kovalainen and Jensen Button through Eau Rouge as they go down there a left and then a hard right and they don't ever lift all you see is a puff of blue smoke and you can hear the speed of the car at the rate at which they go past you here listen that's just unbelievable I mean that is that's testicles of iron territory isn't it it really is they are defying the laws of physics aren't they they are got to uh, be religious or just trust your downforce yeah. haven't you or a combination of both or if you're Alonso yeah yeah Gareth Jones sur la vitesse le Grand Prix de Belgique de Formule 1 2012 avec AMG I've come back up to the terrace above the garages for the end of the race 43 laps run, one lap left. Rosberg is in 11th place at the moment, so not a bad position for the home team, but nowhere near where we'd like to have him, as I'm here with AMG Mercedes-Benz. Vettel second, Reichenberg third, Hulkenberg fourth with a Mercedes engine, Massa fifth, Weber sixth, Michael Schumacher seventh, a strong performance, fair play. Button is already most of the way round. His final lap. Some of the crowd are already leaving. Most of the crowd are already standing up to greet the race winner. And I will leave you with the sound of the winner of the 2012 Belgian Grand Prix.
Jensen Button driving and McLaren approaches the line and Button wiggles his way as he crosses the line to win the 2012 Belgian Grand Prix here at Spa and there he is fantastic an unbelievably glorious day here at Spa Vettel crosses the line in second place and Kimi Raikkonen a little further down the road in third that's it from this extra special episode of Gareth Jones on Speed my thanks to Mercedes-Benz UK for inviting us and giving us the vehicles to come here and enjoy this very special race. I hope you've enjoyed the sound of not just the cars on the track, but the cars I drove here in. I'll leave you with the sound of the cars down the pit lane. See ya! Formula One makes a lovely sound. See ya. To send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site or follow us on Twitter, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Gareth Jones on Speed! <laughs>